0: You're listening to the People We Follow podcast, a podcast dedicated to starting important conversations and a platform to spotlight influencers, creatives, and other inspirational personalities. I'm your host, Freya Jones. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys, and welcome to the People We Follow podcast. I got a doozy for you today, guys. I have been quite hesitant to do an episode like this. Um, So up front, I just want to make it clear that we're going to talk about multi-level marketing today, um, aka MLM, aka I love you guys for thinking that meant Muslim lives matter and men loving men because you guys are so progressive and inclusive and I love you so much. Um, But no, today it means multi-level marketing. Some of you just don't even know what that means and that's totally fair. I did not know what it meant for a while myself. Um, I don't know why I would because this is not something that anyone that I knew had ever been a part of and so I wasn't familiar with the term. So before we jump into the episode, I just want to give you guys a breakdown of the definition of what MLM means. So I don't want anyone to take offense to it, but obviously multi-level marketing is often associated with pyramid schemes so i'm just going to give you the definition of that so multi-level marketing or MLM, is a strategy some direct sales companies use to encourage existing distributors to recruit new distributors who are paid a percentage of their recruits' sales. The recruits are the distributor's downline. Distributors also make money through direct sales of products to customers. So basically what this means is um, essentially the people who work within MLMs make money by recruiting people and then getting a percentage of what their team makes. So if I recruited you and let's say you sold um, some lotion, okay, I would get a percentage of your sale and it keeps going and it keeps going and you recruit people and I make a percentage of those people. So if that makes sense, that's where the multi-level comes in and you continue to make money that way. The reason why this is so controversial is because you do have to put some of your money into this and there is no guarantee. Nobody can look you in the eye and promise you that you are going to make your money back and that you won't lose anything from doing this. There are people who have gone into thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and who's to say who's to blame? I don't know. I'm not a part of an MLM and I don't know. How it, what it's like to kind of get stuck in that trap, um, but for many reasons people join MLMs, and I'm not here to um, criticize or you know give my opinion on that. I just want to make sure that everybody knows the definition of how these companies work before we jump into anything. So for starters, you guys, the reason I even started talking about MLMs last week on Instagram with y'all is because TikTok came out with a statement that they are officially banning MLM content. So I wanted to share TikTok statements, um, a few lines from why they decided to do this. And one of the first ones being within frauds and scams, they said, we do not permit anyone to exploit our platform to take advantage of the trust of users and bring about financial or personal harm. We remove content that deceives people in order to gain an unlawful financial or personal advantage, including schemes to defraud individuals or steal assets. So that statement alone is pretty profound. I'm not really sure if other platforms are taking measures like this, but I think it is very progressive of TikTok to um, put their foot down with something like this. It is very easy to get people in on those things and I think the issue that TikTok is seeing is that there isn't enough information and it's not promising. So if you cannot guarantee someone's success through investing in something with their own money, at what point can we call it a fraud? And it's fair that we should be able to ask that. I'm gonna share my personal story today that happened to me in 2019 um, this was my first year being an influencer. And I have sat on this story for a really long time because I have wanted to be careful not to offend anybody. Um, I know that I have followers who are in MLMs. And if that is working for you and you're doing it with integrity and all that jazz, then I... Girl, get your dollar. I have had many, many encounters with people trying to recruit me. People see... My platform as an advantage, especially if you were trying to make a commission off of a recruit, how great would it be to find someone who already has the following and then you get the benefit of my sales? You know what I mean? So I can understand why influencers and myself are definitely a target for these teams. It is constant. Sometimes girls literally only follow me to um, ask me to be on their team and Sometimes some of these girls don't even follow me and they'll send me a message and I always check to see if they do, you know, because I just think it's so, um, it's so not tasteful to reach out to someone who you haven't even done the slightest bit of research on. So that does get on my nerves. I'm going to be straight up with you, but half the time, you know, they don't even follow me and they'll say, oh my God, I think you'd be great for my team. And I can tell it's a very generic message. Um about you know having a side hustle and being a boss babe and having a life-changing business it is what it is but sometimes it's like the level of effort I can tell is not there with it like you don't even know where I'm located (laughs) like basic information about me before you want to recruit me on your team quote unquote so I do have weird feelings about it. I'm gonna be totally honest with you guys. I've even had girls get mad at me for saying no. I've had girls do the whole passive-aggressive thing where they say something in their stories that's clearly directed to me because I said no, I'm not interested, and then all of a sudden I see them posting things like, I can't believe anyone would want to pass up a life-changing opportunity. Like, how could you not want to level up? That's a quote that someone said about me after I turned them down. They made a story immediately. <laughs> so, I do have a weird feeling about it and the aggressiveness behind it. I'm not a fan of. I have to admit. I've told people no before and then they email me on my personal business email where I do brand collaborations and negotiations after I have clearly said no. So, for me, I understand that they have to go through this training and they have to know how to approach people. And so they're they're being you know a little more aggressive to get these recruits but what I don't appreciate is when I've clearly given an answer and it's like a constant check-in every single month I don't like that um it doesn't make me want to do anything anymore and maybe that works for some people but it does not work for me and so um I just kind of wish that that was respected more And another thing that I wanted to point out that I find to be really dangerous and why I do feel there needs to be more conversations and regulations around what is being sold to people. So as a lot of you guys know, I had coronavirus. I literally had coronavirus. Please someone explain to me why I had an absurd amount of people pitching me their products from MLM companies that they quote unquote, guaranteed would help me get through coronavirus, COVID-19. Okay. While I was like in a very unfortunate state of like feeling like I was half dead almost, um, it wasn't a great feeling to have people throwing their products at me and looking um, looking at me as another piece of commission and because here's the thing, guys, if your wellness product was going to help people who have COVID, um, we probably wouldn't still be quarantining after almost a year. So to me, that shit is dangerous. The, for some reason, that does not sit right with me. And You know, you're entitled to your opinion about it, but to have a multi-level marketing team um, saying that their wellness products are going to help you get through COVID or help stop you from getting COVID, I don't even know how legal that is, but it was not appreciated while I was seriously struggling to recover. So I just want to put that out there. If any of you are part of MLMs, I hope that you can just take this episode as constructive criticism for some major changes that need to happen within these companies because it is absolutely dangerous. Some of the tactics that are being used and it's invasive when people have clearly given an answer. We really need to talk about it and I know it's going to be uncomfortable for some people and I want to reiterate I am not coming or judging any of you for what you choose to do to make money but I am always 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 going to preach integrity first and doing things out of goodwill and making sure that it truly is for the best benefit of everyone and if it's not it's okay to reconsider what's going on and if it's actually of benefit to you in the long run and other people that's okay 2019 you guys it was my first year into being a full-time content creator and influencer um so I want to make you understand what that was like first of all to paint a picture of like why I was a target for what was going to happen so obviously my first year into this I'm like a starving artist almost and I'm not making a lot of money um every now and then I'm reconsidering everything I'm doing because it was a big risk for me to leave a, a steady income and a corporate job um There were a lot of feelings involved with it and it was a scary time for me. So to be honest with you, I was always considering other forms of income. I had never really considered a multi-level marketing income, but I was often pitched these ideas of side hustles. But the word multi-level marketing and network marketing, which is the official term, were never used. These girls would often jump in my DMs, say, hey girl, I have this team, hey girly, you know, like I'm doing this amazing business and I just think you would be so perfect if you're looking to make some extra money um, alongside your, your current job, just let me know, we can hop on a call. It was always something like that and to be honest, the first few times, like I i had no idea what these girls were talking about and yes i was trying to make money i was in a really tough place as most 20 something year olds are we don't know what the fuck we want to do with our lives and we're just trying to figure it all out so that makes everyone in their 20s a perfect target for these kinds of quote-unquote opportunities okay they're looking for girls and women who are not happy with their jobs or who don't feel like they have purpose in their life right now. And they wanna talk to you and get you on board for these things. I actually had a call with one girl like when I had first started and um, she had followed me on Instagram and we were like Instagram friends and or so I thought. But I think looking back, she was mostly interested in just having me on her team. But I will give it to her. She actually developed a relationship with me Um, And I think that's why I, I had an actual phone call with her. A lot of girls I don't even have a phone call with because I can tell they don't know anything about me and that it's purely to get a recruit. Now, I hope nobody takes that information and uses it to like recruit people. But I've taken like two calls because they were like my friends and or I thought they were and I wanted to know what they were talking about. And also they never said it was multi-level marketing. They just said, I have a side hustle I think could help you, you know, while you're building your following. So it, it caught my attention and I took those calls and ultimately I ended up saying no because there was money up front I would have to pay for. And that's how I knew that's just not something that I was interested in. So fast forward. That summer, AJ and I go to a dog park with Theodore, my dog, or Bubby, as most of you know him as, and we are um, playing with him, and there's another couple that shows up. Uh, They seem to be our age, very young, very attractive. They clearly, like, styled their outfits. Um, Slightly overdressed for a dog park, but we'll get there. And so they had the cutest dog. When I tell... I mean, you guys know my dog's cute. And this dog was really cute, but this dog was, like... You could tell this dog was expensive. This was a massive flex. The girl comes up to me, and she's like oh my God, your dog is so cute. Like, what kind of dog is that? And we get to talking and obviously I want to know about her dog. So it was like a natural conversation starter. And then sure enough, I look over, AJ is talking to the guy. So we're not piecing anything together at this point. And, you know, as natural conversations flow, we get to talking about like our lives and she casually mentions how she's going to be a. be able to retire in two years. (laughs) Mind you, she's like 25 at the time. So this obviously, like my ears perk up. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing that you can retire at 27? Especially coming from a, you know, someone who's in a really tough place. You can see that kind of tactic would definitely catch anyone's attention, especially mine. So she starts talking about this very vague business when I tell you, she does not mention a company or anything. She kept saying the word mentor. My mentor um, just trained me on this amazing business. And I don't even remember how it was like pitched, but the words that were constantly used were mentor, mentor, mentor. My mentor taught me everything, da 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 da. Um, and I'm just so confused. I've never heard of anything like this in my entire life. And they also were talking about other things they do like Airbnb and stuff. So it wasn't, they weren't focusing heavily on the the business, but it was definitely a focus point. They wanted, she wanted me to know that that was like a huge factor in her being able to retire. So that being said, um, that conversation stuck with me and got me really interested because at the time I was definitely at like one of my lowest points, like not even going to lie financially at one of my lowest points. Um, so AJ's talking to the guy and we we both leave this conversation like they, uh, both agreeing that they were cool people. We thought they were really cool, seemed really chill and we didn't get a ton of information out of them, which... We learned was on purpose but they wanted to get coffee with us so we agreed the girl texted me we set up a time and here's where shit gets weird so we show up to a starbucks not even a nice hipster like coffee shop local or anything like a starbucks okay so what would you wear if you were asked to go to Starbucks like, and talk to other 20-year-olds your age? Uh, so naturally, AJ and I show up in our athleisure because we're going to Starbucks. And they show up in like a suit and formal ball gown not boga like cocktail dress. Let me say cocktail dress. So the girl was in a cocktail dress and the guy was like suited and tooted. And I'm like, what the fuck? So instantly AJ and I are uncomfortable because clearly we did not get the memo that this is that kind of event. Um, But first of all, it's weird to us because we would never show up to a Starbucks dressed to the nines. It's Starbucks for freaking sakes. So we sit down. We're very uncomfortable. This is already off to a horrible start. And they began to talk about their mentors more. So they're still being so vague about whatever business they're talking about. And now we're getting uncomfortable. We're like, hmm. Something is very off about this. We basically get to chatting and they talk about the mentors a little bit more and how if this is something we're interested in, we would have to read this book. And the book was like, we looked it up. It was clearly associated with like multi-level marketing and pyramid schemes when we got home. But furthermore, when we were having the conversation, they kept talking about how we would be vetted and basically have to go through a tryout process to even be considered to be on the team. And so you would have to go through these rounds and rounds until like collectively they decide that you're ready and that you should be on the team. So they make you think that this is something like, exclusive offer that like this is something you would be so lucky to be a part of because to get in they make it seem like it's hard to get in when I don't think that's necessarily true I think they just say that to make it seem more exclusive and like only a certain kind of person gets into these things so that was a red flag in itself um and first of all like I don't do vetting like no I'm not going to go like flirt with a bunch of people and try to get into something like you either like me or you don't. And that's how I feel about pretty much everything. So that was already a major turnoff to both of us. Like we're not interested. But anyways, um, just the whole like we we kind of dissected this coffee thing. And the fact that they showed up like this was was very intentional, guys. It was a power move. We. You guys know I'm a very confident person, but when someone is sitting across the table from you dressed in like suit and tie and you're in freaking sweats, you have no other option but to really feel uncomfortable. It's weird. And it's a power move to make you already feel beneath that person. When that's not true, that was just a small little tactic they could use to make you feel smaller. So while we were at the Starbucks, we also noticed another guy walk in and he was dressed like us. He was dressed in normal Starbucks attire, like comfortable sweats. And he, I saw it on his face when he walked in the door, he looked at the guy he was meeting with, that guy was dressed in a suit. And you could tell that that was also not communicated. I immediately knew something was really, really fucked up about this. So that is part one. Let's move in to the next part that happened. Now, AJ and I would go places, and there was this weird instance where we would see the same couple over and over again. This is not the same couple from the dog park. This is a different couple. I want to be clear about that. So the guy was always dressed to the nines, hair always cut perfectly, and the girl was always in full makeup, and every single time we would pass them. We saw them at Trader Joe's, we saw them at the mall, we kept running into This one couple, and it was very easy to spot them because they were always overdressed for like Trader Joe's and stuff. Um they would always say something to to AJ or I, and it was, you know, oh, I like your shoes, man, like da-da-da, and start making small talk. But um, and, and of course we didn't pick up on anything like that. So Keep in mind, I want you to remember this couple. They are important because at the end of this story, everything ties together. I know I'm giving you guys a lot of information, but keep up with me because it's all going to make sense at the end. So remember this couple, we keep seeing them. Nothing super significant happens with them outside of the fact that we just keep running into them and that they just keep saying like one-liners to us. Okay, I get approached, I get an email that is pitching me a concept for a event um a women empowerment event they were interested in having me as a speaker or someone that could just be a part of the event so um this was something i was really interested in obviously you guys know like If you've been here for a while, I used to host events. I used to uh, do it all by myself for influencers within Kansas City. Um, I met a lot of people through that. So that kind of got my name out in the community. But I was totally on board to do something like this um, because I'm very passionate about events, first of all, but also women getting the resources and tools to do things. So it was checking all my boxes I jumped on a call with the people who were in charge of this event, and I told them a little bit about me, and we had a great conversation, and we agreed that this was probably going to be a really good fit, and they wanted me to be a speaker to kind of talk about how I transitioned out of a corporate job to uh, what I do now. I agreed, and we had meetings where we planned the events, and it was normally like fifteen to twenty of us that would show up, and one of my blogger friends, she was like the only one I knew. Uh, We were both excited to be a part of it. And also like our roles were going to be to help promote the event because of our online presence and stuff. So everyone kind of had roles and they definitely weren't pushy about having us be a part of it. Um, They were like, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Cool. But I was like, why not? Like, it seems like everything I would be interested in. You know, we continue to plan this event and we're excited about it. And it's it's very seamless. It was very organized. Um, I, I get to the event and I do my spiel um, and I'm excited. It went very well. Everyone was very nice and receptive. I mean, these were nice people. Uh, but one thing I noticed at the event is one of the girls that was there, I'd seen her before. Um, it was actually the the second couple I mentioned, uh, the Trader Joe's couple. It was the girl from that couple, and I had seen her many times before. She has very striking features, and so I just noticed, oh, like, she looks very familiar. Didn't put anything together quite yet. The last speaker goes, and she talks about having this crazy financial success, um, through this business and mentoring people, and I'm still not quite putting things together. The more I listen, though, I I didn't even hear her say network marketing, and I completely missed that in her speech. But after the event, I decided I was going to talk to her to get more information on what she was talking about what was she referring to sure enough i end up meeting up with her the woman who spoke at the event and was she was like the grand finale okay um and i also met up with the person who organized the event they tell me that we're going to meet up at a starbucks and i immediately start putting things together i'm like wait starbucks oh, no, I've been to a Starbucks before. I was like, surely this is not the same tactic again as the first couple. I get there, I show up. I'm not in sweats this time. I'm a little more prepared. But we get there, and I immediately knew what was going to happen. I immediately knew. We pull up. And this woman who had spoke at the event about her financial success, her husband conveniently pulls up to the Starbucks while we're there. And he's meeting with someone too. and he's dressed in a suit. I immediately know where I'm at again, and I'm like, "No, no, no, no no. I thought maybe this would be something different and that no, I don't want to be a part of your multi-level marketing, but I'm here. So I'm going to sit there and have the conversation with them. But this time I know exactly what they're going to tell me because I've heard it before. So we get to talking and I'm pretty upfront. I've heard this conversation before. I, I told them who I had met with and she goes, oh, yeah, they're on my team. So I had already met with people she had recruited. I think she could tell I wasn't here for the BS anymore and she was pretty direct with me. But one thing that didn't sit well with me is that these two women looked me in my eye and told me that there would be no other way for me to be successful. There would be no other way for me to be financially free and make money. And oh, (laughs) if you know anything about me, you know my favorite thing to do is prove people wrong and what you won't do is tell me that I can't be successful from what I'm doing because I fully disagree with you and a year later I just want to say I'm already proving them wrong but what I hated about that is that there are other people out there who don't have the same personality as me and would have taken those words in and believed them They could have really discouraged somebody from working on their passion project and continuing to better themselves through, you know, whatever they wanted to do, whatever their purpose feels like. I don't believe you can tell somebody how they're going to be successful and make money. I think you can do it any way you want to with consistency and passion. So I hated that they looked me in my eyes. I hate that they looked at me, a young girl who's just trying to make it. And they don't know anything about social media to tell me that I couldn't be successful online. So I was really upset that they said that to me. And um, it left a horrible taste in my mouth. So basically this happens. We go to coffee, I leave, I'm fuming. I'm I'm embarrassed, I'm in, like so many feelings. I'm like, I can't believe they said that to me. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe I fell for this again. I can't believe I fell for this again. Here I am at another freaking Starbucks. I didn't even catch it this time. Then everything started to click for me. I realized the event that I was a part of was not about women empowerment. It was actually a recruiting event in disguise where they were looking for people like myself who wanted purpose and wanted to feel empowered. And they disguised the event as a women empowerment event but their only form of women empowerment was joining a multi-level marketing team. And I'm really upset that I didn't know that because I promoted that event. I spoke at that event, but also I did not have all the information about that event. I think that they should have been upfront with me. And everyone who donated their time and energy, and I think that they should have told us all that they were going to be pushing a multi-level marketing company at the end and that they were looking to recruit people who wanted to do the same. That was not clear. And sometimes when you omit information, it's just as bad as straight up lying, in my opinion. Multi-level marketing is very controversial. There's a reason TikTok has decided to ban it. And you need to be upfront with people if that's what you're pitching them. If they have to invest in something and they run a risk of losing money, going into debt, and you cannot promise them a 100% guarantee that their hard work will pay off, then you are deceiving them. Straight up, point blank, period. I don't care how anyone feels about that. That's how it is. I consider myself to be a pretty bright bulb in the bunch, But I gave everyone the benefit of the doubt twice. I I went to freaking Starbucks twice. Like, what the heck, Bria? I know, like, but also I realized, like, I'm not the only one who probably would have fallen for that because there's a lot of hungry young adults who just want to get in a comfortable state. Uh, Millennials are great targets because we're all in student debt. You know, like, they told us we needed to go to college and then they made it hard for us to get jobs and now they're telling us, We still have to pay off all the student loans and stuff. Like It's not fair and it's easy to target people like us. Like We were set up to be thrown into stuff like this, but you got to be aware that they won't even tell you these days it's multi-level marketing. You have to straight up ask. Ask them. And also just be clear on the risk you're taking because it is a risk, bottom line. Um, I know many people and it was interesting when I started to talk about this, some people had messaged me who are currently in mlms or had previously been in mlms and the ones who had previously been in mlms had pretty much the same thing to say in that they lost money and it was just it didn't matter how hard they worked um they were continuously working hard and it is rare that they saw the fruit of that. And I don't like that there are people being taken advantage of. I don't look at people in MLMs as bad people. Um, In my instance, with that one specific MLM, I do think they were incredibly manipulative towards me. But some of the people who are in MLMs, I just see them as victims. And I think that they are misinformed and that they have missed a ton of information. And then you find out that information along the way and that is not fair. So I do have feelings about this, and what I what I what makes this whole thing incredibly weird is down the road, you know, after I talked to those two women after the women empowerment event, quote unquote, um, a couple weeks later, I saw on Facebook because I was friends with some of them that there was this huge event with the MLM company. I'm talking huge conference, fireworks shooting out of people's butts. Like, I mean, it was insane. The woman I went to Starbucks with, the woman who was the grand finale speaker, she was the top person in Kansas City. She was running this literal state, the top person. And they were doing this conference and basically honoring her for all of her work. She is Basically, a unicorn, though, because it's not often that you meet the people at the top of these uplines and downlines or whatever you call them. I don't know the terms, um, or pyramids. I don't know the terms. It's not often that you'll see those people, but she was at the tippy, tippy top, and I had talked to her specifically. What I realized after further research is that. Every other person that I had run into in public places was on her team. So the dog park couple, if you guys remember that, yes, they were on her team. I had mentioned it to her. She knew exactly who I was talking about. Uh, They were on her team. The Trader Joe's couple, they were on her team. They were also at the event. And everyone that was at the event, you guys, (laughs) was already on the team. I along with a couple other influencers who decided to help promote the event, we were the only ones who were not on the team. And we all found out afterwards where nobody cared to tell us before. We found out because everyone on Facebook knew each other before that event. And we were the only ones who didn't know them. They were already on the team and they were looking to recruit more people. So that's what the event was for in actuality very creative, if you ask me. Um, It wasn't so much a traditional approach, but um, yeah, it was very deceiving. And I, after that, had met up with another girl who um, I was working with on a separate project. This was not tied to an MLM. Come to find out, she used to be in the MLM that had you know, targeted me and, and AJ, AJ was also probably being recruited if I was being recruited. So I asked her, I was like, so, okay, you were in the MLM thing. Why did you leave? She was like, well, I lost money and I just couldn't juggle it all anymore. So I was like, okay, so how do they recruit people? Because I knew that something was not adding up. She basically told me they know who they want on their teams and that pretty much confirmed that there was a reason I kept running into these people in public places and, um, why they somewhat knew my whereabouts from what I had shared and were starting conversations with me in public. It all made sense. And if I'm being honest with you guys, it felt disgusting and weird and invasive and, um... I just felt like really stupid because I genuinely wanted to do this event and help people and share my story. And I thought people were really just interested in hearing about that. Um, Jokes on me. It was, it was a different, um, there was a different plan behind the scenes and it was to build this MLM team. So that is my MLM story. It's very weird. And I, I still feel, feel very weird about it. Um, I'm still very resentful of it and you know, A lot of weird things happened after the event, like for example, they were supposed to pay me and my friends who had promoted and donated time and and me for speaking. They eventually did, but it wasn't without pulling a bunch of teeth. They avoided us. They ignored us for a really long time. And then finally, after a very hateful email, they sent over my payment via check, Uh, but they were very mad that we had followed up and kindly asked for the payment that was promised to us initially. Um, so I think people's true colors came out after the event. And after we straight up, I called them out on everything. I also stood up for my friends who had been taken advantage of. And, um, I let them know that I was really upset that they weren't clear about the fact that they were promoting multi-level marketing, um, and network marketing or whatever you want to call it. I was upset that they didn't make that clear to me before I had already agreed and that my face was now being associated with their MLM team and that I was deceiving people through that. So, for that reason, if you went to that event, I am sorry. I am sorry you went to that event. I hope that um, you didn't pay much mind to them afterwards and that you could see right through that, but I'm sorry I didn't know. I was also taken advantage of. Anyways, that's my story, and it feels kind of weird to finally talk about it, but I hope that if anything, you guys can be aware of people's intentions with you. And I'm not saying every MLM is like this, this was just a specific instance I've had, and other instances I have had previously while, you know, starting my own career online, Um, just be careful and understand that if they cannot promise you something, it is not promised. Anyone that is in a state of just not knowing what to do with your life, that's okay. You don't need to jump into any side hustle if you're not comfortable with it. Um, No matter how many times someone follows up with you, if it's not something you feel comfortable doing, do not do it. Don't let anybody pressure you or convince you to do something that you're not sure about. And if someone's offended by that, that speaks volumes. All right, well, this has been my spiel, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The People We Follow. Be sure to subscribe to this episode. And if you guys have any insight on MLMs, your own experiences, I would love to hear them. I'm also considering doing another episode where I have someone on my show who is a part of an MLM and someone who is an anti mlm and we can have an open, honest discussion. If this is something you want to hear, let me know in Instagram DMs that this is something you want to hear. I think these discussions are important. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll chat soon. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to come follow me on all social media platforms at the username Jones and check back here once a week as I put out new episodes. Keep being a light in this world and we'll chat soon.